Hi, and welcome to the show. I'm Joseph Clay, host of Spotlighting the Indie Author, a podcast that shines a light on the independent author using book reviews and interviews with a dab of writing wisdom tossed in. I'll be co-hosting today's podcast with... Hi, my name is Kelly Winkler, the co-host, sub, and announcer for today's show, episode 15. Today, Spotlighting the Indie Author will be reviewing Decoding the Rapture by Joey Andolini. Decoding the Rapture was independently published on September 14, 2020. The book falls in the genre of religion and spirituality. G'day mates, I'm Kay Douglas, an announcer in training and a nervous wreck. Decoding the Rapture by Joey Andolini is available in ebook and paperback formats. Prices on Amazon range from $1 for the ebook to $7.99 for the paperback. Of course, if you are an Amazon Prime member or have a Kindle Unlimited membership, those prices will differ. The link to purchase your copy of Decoding the Rapture can be found in the show notes. Spotlighting the indie author purchased the paperback copy for review and to help support the author. Relax, Kay. Kelly's a great mentor, so you're in good hands. Kelly ain't going nowhere, but she will be taking on more of a co-hosting role in future podcasts. Joe's right, Kay. I'll always be around to answer any questions you may have. Joe, I understand the way you came across decoding the rapture was rare. Rare indeed. It has only happened twice before this. I do wish more authors would take the incentive and contact us. Shows me they're serious about their writing and getting their works in front of potential readers. Maybe some authors are worried what we will say about the book or don't want a bad review. All authors, whether mainstream or independent, gotta have tough skin or they'll be eaten alive. Once a work is published, they are game for reviewers and critics, some professional, like us, some not. Listen up, new authors. Before writing the first word, understand, the work will get bad reviews, but also remember, a bad review is still publicity and in some cases will help sell a book faster than a good one. I find that intriguing. Maybe after the show, we can talk about that more and cover it in a bonus show. Please go ahead and continue the conversation on how we came about reviewing this book. One day last month, October 2nd or 3rd, I think it was, Spotlighting the Indie Author received a message on their Facebook page. It simply read, For Christian books, come check out my author page by clicking the link below. At first, I didn't know how to take the message. I mean, was this author suggesting that all we review is horror and books about evil? We all know that's not the case. We cover all genres, including erotica. I know. Maybe Joey decided we needed to shift direction. After all, he contacted us in October, and we were pushing Halloween-themed books. Those books, The Cardinalist Code was about a vampire, and the other book was titled The Hell Next Door. Yeah, because those are the types of books you review in October. Anyway, I thought about it a couple seconds, which is about the length of time I spend thinking about anything, and decided he was an author pushing his books. Plus, you know what they say in the review and critic business, all genres get equal time and never leave any genre untouched. So, I followed the link. It took me to the Facebook page of Joey Andalini. I followed another link to Joey's books on Amazon. The book cover and title of Decoding the Rapture caught my eye. After making sure it met the criteria, date of publication, and so forth, it was purchased. I must say, Joe, I've never heard that saying about the reviewers and critics. There's a reasonable explanation for that, Kelly. You see, I just made it up. 
but I'm sure it will catch on. Tell us what you can about the author, Joey Andalini. Oh, hang on. Before you do, let me add this. The fastest and best way to contact Spotlighting the Indie Author is not through Facebook. The contact information for Spotlighting the Indie Author will be in the show notes, or you can use the contact form on the website. Take it away, Kelly. Along with being an indie author, Joey Andalini is an ordained minister at the Universal Life Church Community Outreach. Besides Decoding the Rapture, Joey is the author of two other books, which deal with religion. Cult or Not was released in September of this year. Funny Bone, a play on the 1 Corinthians 12, 12-27, was released in June of this year. You can connect with Joey on his Facebook pages, Joey Andalini Author, and his ministry page, Universal Life Church Community Outreach. Joey has had some great Bible study videos on the ministry page. The links to those Facebook pages will be in the show notes. Back to you, Joe. Thanks, Kelly. Question, what did you find missing from Joey's about information? An actual bio that details a little about him. Correct, and that brings up another author tip. Listen up, writers. In order to generate as many book sales as possible, the author first must sell themselves. A good biography will help do that. If a reader can connect with the author on some level, they will buy books even if they don't like that genre. The bio doesn't have to be long, but needs to include some hobbies, dislikes, and where you were born and where you now reside. Yes, readers will support those in their community, and an author's hometown peeps will always support their own. Now to the review. I thought I knew from the title, Decoding the Rapture, what the book would be about. That's all the potential reader has to go on. The author didn't furnish a synopsis or blurb on Amazon or on back of the book. The Amazon Look Inside feature only previews part of a chapter. That left the reader to figure out how the author was going to convey his message. Was this decoding going to be told in fashion of The Da Vinci Code by Dan Brown? Or something along the lines of the Left Behind series by Tim LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins? Maybe the author would decode the rapture using the style of writing that Max Lucado does so well. When the book arrived, I found out that it was none or a combination of any of the above. Let's start at the cover and work our way through this 174-page book. As Kelly mentioned earlier, Joey has three books in circulation. I chose Decoding the Rapture for the cover alone. The cover has great color along with a spectacular image of the Savior, Jesus Christ, on the cross. The crucifix is in an archway, so I'm taking it from inside a large church somewhere. I give the cover two thumbs up. The back cover uses the same color scheme, but is void of a blurb, author pick, and our author bio. Now, to dive between the covers. I found some editing issues, wrong words used, or in the wrong order. These mistakes were barely noticeable and didn't occur but maybe once or twice. I give editing two thumbs up. The interior text is double-spaced, which is A-okay by me. The Bible verses are in italics, and the author's narration is standard. Double-spacing works well as it separates the two. The rest of the interior formatting is lacking. One of my bigger issues, we'll get to the biggest one in a second, with decoding the rapture, no page numbers. With a book that references the Bible and other publications and deal with a biblical event, along with other issues, page numbers are needed. That way the reader can jot down what page they were on and check out the reference the author refers to. 
page numbers would make it easier for the reader to return to the book where they left off. Besides no page numbers, the rest of the formatting issues are the normal things Joe complains about. The book has no table of contents, something else spotlighting the indie author feels that is needed for this type of book. The other issues were the title and author's name is missing from the tops of the pages. The chapters start on the next available page or on the same page the chapter ends and in one instance on a page by itself. Spotlighting the indie author gives the formatting two thumbs down. Man, that one really blew me away. I want to remind everyone I reviewed the paperback version. These issues may not be in the ebook. This is why a chapter on a page by itself disgusted me so much. Decoding the Rapture is a well-written book. The chapter in question, chapter 20, cash and carry tax. The chapter number and the title appear on a page by itself. Even worse, it appears almost at the bottom of the page. At that point, the book formatting failed to meet industry standards. Spotlighting the indie author doesn't deduct points from a book from straying from the traditional format. We only give a thumbs up or a thumbs down. This is more than me not liking the formatting and the way the chapters are laid out. So I did deduct from the overall star rating. As we have discussed before on spotlighting the indie author, the author is responsible for the book's exterior and interior layout. Even if the author hired a formatter, it's the author's job to proof all work before it's published. Joey Andolini lets the reader know which Bible the scriptures that are used throughout the book were pulled from on the copyright page. Joey used the King James Version. Spotlighting the indie author gives two thumbs up as this information is important to the reader. As we all know, there are several different versions of the Bible out there. Another thing that Joey did that impressed us, earning another two thumbs up, was including an introduction. We believe all books of this type should have one that explains what's coming up. The introduction starts out with a question. When will the rapture and the last seven years of the tribulation happen? The author covers how algorithms can solve problems and how they could help with decoding the rapture. The last page of the introduction informs the reader of what critical indicators are pointing to the imminent rapture of the church. The author examines the seven following signs. Increasing birth pains, the invasion of Israel, Middle East peace plan, rise of the beast and the false prophet, formation of a one-world government, global persecution of Christians, the rollout of the mark of the beast. Spotlight of the Indie Author respects the fact that the author, in the closing of the introduction, states, As with anything you read, I suggest you do your own research and not to trust the research of someone you do not know. Although I don't want to lead anyone astray, I do want people to think for themselves. For you cannot exercise your freedom of speech until you exercise your freedom of thought. As written by Joey Andalini in the introduction of Decoding the Rapture. Does Joey stay the course when examining the seven signs laid out in the introduction? Yes, he does. How does Joey Andalini examine each of these signs? From chapter one, increasing birth pains to chapter nine, how do we know that time? The author uses Bible verses from the Old and the New Testaments. He then expounds on them. The author then matches these verses up with past history and our current events of today. The author added a couple of graphs for visual effect at the end of chapter eight and the beginning of chapter nine, a nice addition to the book. After chapter 25, modern monetary theory, 
which is the last chapter, the author included a nice Bible glossary, which was a nice twist. We'll be back to award stars to Decoding the Rapture after this news break that contains some important and exciting announcements. Indie book and author news in a flash with Kelly Winkler. We'll start with podcast news. Spotlighting the indie author will stay on their two-podcast-a-month schedule for 2021. However, we are excited to announce we will be adding bonus shows in 2021. The shows will be similar to the Christmas show coming up at the end of the year. When we are not celebrating a holiday with our listeners, the other shows will feature explanations of how a book is reviewed and awarded stars, along with writing and publishing tips. We will also use these shows to showcase upcoming releases. We are shooting for at least one bonus show a month. Follow us on Facebook for more on these exciting changes. The link will be in the show notes. Now here's Kay with some important news about the Corral Online Magazine. G'day again, mates. Not only am I an announcer in training, I'm also the managing editor of The Corral Magazine. I'll make this brief so we all can get back to the podcast. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, The Corral Online Magazine has closed its doors for the remainder of 2020. The shutdown is not permanent. We will reopen January 1, 2021. The winter edition of the magazine will be published at the end of that month. During the shutdown, the Corral will still be accepting submissions from writers. Remember authors we accept all genres. The magazine is also open for submissions from independent photographers and musicians. Get your submissions in and help us fill the pages of the winter edition. I will use the temporary closure to revamp the website, which includes streamlining the submission process. I'll also be helping with some of the announcing here on the podcast. For continuing updates on The Corral, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. The links will be in the show notes below. Back to you, Kelly. Thank you, Kay. And now to book news. Lauren Robinson, the author of the award-winning The Boy Who Saw in Colors, announced that The Boy Who Saw in Colors is in the translation process. Once complete, the book will be available in German, French, and Italian. This is great news for the people in those regions. Lauren joined Joseph for an author chat in Episode 6. Spotlighting the indie author reviewed The Boy Who Saw in Colors in Episode 8. The links to those shows will be in the show notes. Our last segment, new book release, mark November 22, 2020 on your calendar. Why, that's the day that Armand Rosamelia, the man who loves to write and can't stop, is releasing a short story collection, if everything goes as planned. Make Pretend is the first book in a series, collecting all of Armand Rosamelia's short fiction. This book is composed of 21 tales ranging from horror to crime thriller to science fiction, contemporary fiction to fantasy, and more. The tales are as new as a few days ago to one that is 40 years ago. Sure, some of the stories you might have read in previous collections or anthologies, or maybe on the author's Patreon. However, there are many more never-before-read and written for this in the future collections. Go ahead and make pretend these stories aren't real, aren't fact, 
and aren't exposing the best and worst of humanity. That'll do it for this week's news break. Joe, let's get to awarding some stars to Decoding the Rapture. Thank you, Kelly and Kay. I received an unedited advanced copy of Make Pretend. This is an excellent short story collection, and I can't wait to review it. I see here in my show notes that Make Pretend by Armand Rosamilia is scheduled to be reviewed on the first show of 2021. Well, if everything goes as scheduled. Yep, and your soon-to-be award-winning news show, indie author and book news in a flash, will keep everyone informed of any changes. Now back to Decoding the Rapture by Joy Andolini and awarding some stars. I love the fact that at the end of Chapter 9, How Do We Know That Time, Joy gives an altar call, so to speak, and includes a prayer that the lost can pray. Nice job, Joy. The author did a great job tying scripture and events together. The book was well written from start to end. Decoding the Rapture by Joy Andolini was a pleasure to read. I finished the book in around three hours. I plan on using Chapters 1 through 9 as reference material. What about chapters 10, A Secret War, through 25, Modern Monetary Theory? Well, glad you asked. You can tell that Decoding the Rapture was complete with the prayer for the lost. From that point on, only one Bible verse was used. Decoding the Rapture in chapter 10 strays from the religious aspects and turns more political in theory of dealing with a cashless society. Don't get me wrong. These chapters are well written and interesting to read. They're full of references, scenarios, and examples to back up the author's theory. My problem? These chapters make up over half the book. I'm sure this ties in with number five on the list. Formation of a one-world government, or maybe not. The one Bible verse that is used references a verse in Revelations, and it's found in the later chapters. With over 50% of the book being political in theory, it's like two books in one, but it's not set up that way. Which means the title is misleading as the whole book does not deal with the coding of the rapture. The introduction is also misleading as it never mentions a cashless society. I'll close by adding, if you want to read an interesting theory on the cashless society that is backed up with great research, this book is for you. Want to learn more about the rapture and the Bible verses that tie it all together? This is a great book for that. However, be warned, it's only the first nine chapters that deals with the rapture itself. To sum everything up, this is a well-written book that has issues with interior formatting in the printed version. Those issues put the book below industry standards. We have a title and an introduction that is misleading. The final question to answer is the printed version worth the $7.99 purchase price? Yes and no. If you're interested in the cashless society theory, yes, it's worth that even with the formatting issue. If all you want to know about is decoding the rapture and the scriptures, no, $7.99 is overpriced. I suggest purchasing the ebook if all you want to read is the first nine chapters. Over to you, Kelly. Spotlighting the indie author awards Decoding the Rapture by Joey Andolini. 3.0 stars out of five. That wraps up the book review of Decoding the Rapture by Joey Andolini. Kate, how does it feel to have the first podcast under your belt? Well, except for the credits coming up. I will admit, it was fun listening and watching you and Kelly work. I now have a new appreciation of what everyone here at Spotlighting the Indie Author does. But I must also say, I'm more comfortable behind my desk, working on the magazine. Understandable, and thank you Kay for your kind words. 
Joe, we were talking about connecting with the readers and bios earlier in the show. Is that why when we have an author chat, we ask the 10 off the wall questions? It helps the readers connect with that author? That's right. If an author answers one of those questions the same way a reader does, that author has made a reader connection. Okay, now for a question about bios. Why do you have two? One is short and one is long. The longer one is the one that helps me connect with readers and the one that most people see. That bio includes all the information I mentioned earlier, plus some. The shorter one is for my media kit. It is condensed and contains only things that relate to my writing. It gets a little complicated from there, so we'll stop right there. But please, make a note that we need to do a bonus show on this subject. It's something all writers can benefit from. Thanks for the explanation, and I'll make a note of it. Are my notes correct, and there has been a slight change in the next show? And is that change because of my impending oral surgery? Yes, on both accounts. We figure it will be better to review only two books instead of three. That way, if you are not able to be part of the podcast, two of us can review a book each. I see. I don't like it, but from a business perspective, it makes sense. Kelly, tell our listeners what's coming up in that show along with the change. I'm out of here. But before I go, here's my final thought. Mark 1332, King James Version. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. I suggest reading the complete chapter of Mark 13 from start to finish in a version of the Bible of your choice. You will grasp the meaning of that verse once you do. The next show, airing on November the 15th, is no longer a rare triple play, but an exciting doubleheader. Spotlighting the indie author will be reviewing A Noise in the Woods by Jim Hartzell and Lucy's Mask by Lisa Circus Thompson, both children's books. That's all for us today. Thanks for joining, everyone. I'm Kelly Winkler with Spotlighting the Indie Author. Music used in today's podcast. Intro, outro music. Thriller announcement 5 by Zaga 2, courtesy of Free Sound. Background music. Never Stop Dreaming by Crescent Music, courtesy of Shutterstock, Incorporated. Besides what was mentioned in the podcast, the show notes will also contain the following. Contact information for spotlighting the indie author. The link to spotlighting the indie author's podcast webpage. Links to the bias of today's hosts. The bio contains the host's emails for fan mail. Links to the guest appearing on today's show, if applicable. Links to spotlighting the indie author's blog. The blog will include the sound effect credits, the technical data on the recording of today's show, and more. I'm Kay Douglas, and along with the crew of Spotlighting the Indie Author, we thank you for tuning in. Till we meet again on the airwaves, Everyone stay safe. This was episode number 15, a 2020 production of Spotlighting the Indie Author, a josepheclay.com podcast.